what is good? Welcome to Spirit Bill Real Talk with Juliana. I am your host, Juliana Page, and I am so excited that you are here. I am an author, a speaker, and a professional life coach, but really, I am here to give you practical wisdom that you can integrate into every area of your life so that you can thrive and not just survive. So if you are ready to live a spirit-led life and level up your inner game so that you can win in your outer game. Let's dive right in. What is good, everybody? Welcome back to the Spirit-Filled Real Talk podcast. Today, we are talking about unsubscribing from hustle culture. Unsubscribing from hustle culture. So I'm gonna get into this with a story and of course back it with some spirit-filled real talk so you can really get the context and then even give you something called the model that you can work through if you relate to the story that I share today. So when I talk about unsubscribing from hustle culture, really and truly what I am saying and what I mean is I am pro-alignment, anti-hustle. And hear me out on this. I am somebody that was (laughs) pro-hustle. Do all the things, lean on your own understanding, figure it out, make it happen, push yourself to burnout, right? Just forego the vacations. You don't need time off. Don't sleep. You'll sleep when you die. Like there was just these very cultural hustle beliefs that had been planted in me that I'd adopted and I enforced them over and over and over again in my life and it was not healthy, it was not productive. Did I achieve a lot? Yes. Could you say that I had some success? But what does that mean if I was gaining all those things but my soul was literally destructing, right? Like it was it was not good. A self-destructive path is not the path, okay? So when I say pro-alignment, really and truly, the best things come when we are in step with God, okay? When we are thinking on the thoughts of God, when we're thinking about what his word says, when we're meditating on it day and night, when we are operating from a place of peace, that's actually a power position, when we're producing the fruit of the spirit in our life, when we're really intentional and conscious about how we show up. To do that, you actually have to go at a slower pace so that when opportunities present themselves, you can actually make quick decisions and you know what to do very quickly because you're so rooted and grounded. And you can do so much more from slowing down. And two really great visuals that helped me really get this. I used to be a track athlete. So if you've ever run track, you might relate to this. However, when you are running 400 was one of my races right and you basically are sprinting the whole time (laughs) but if you hug the curves you can really gain a lot of of speed and pace right and then you can jolt or burst out again on a straight so you hug the curve and you burst out on the straight right but it seems like you're slowing down slightly however you're not right and then another example too is with an arrow, right? So when you're pulling the arrow back, when we feel like we're being pulled back in our own life, when we feel like we're slowing down, we think that we don't have time for that. We think that we're wasting time. We think that that's going to get us off course when actually it 
is the space that allows us to think clearly in our thought life is where these brilliant divine downloads come from, right? And our strategies and divine intervention and wisdom and all that comes from, it comes when we're still. So that is actually the work that is truly valuable that helps us run with endurance, as the word says. So alignment and being in step with God, with our thoughts, with our attitudes, with our words, with keeping our heart pure, with our behavior, with our discipline, right? And our focus and our, our faith perspective and our the beliefs that we're, we're meditating on day and night. All of that is inner work. And all of that being aligned with God makes a huge difference. You can really sense that you're in step, that you're in flow, that there's a rhythm, right? You still might not always know what's going to happen, but you have this expectancy because you believe in God's goodness and you believe that you're being led and guided by the one who holds it all and knows it all. So you operate completely different when you are truly resting, your soul is at rest. Your soul is seated in heavenly places, right? So you're able to operate from a position of being calm, cool, collected, right? Because you're connected to your source, right? And allowing God to flow in and through you. Powerful. We can't always do that when we're forcing and trying to push or manipulate an outcome. A lot of times we make a big mess that we then have to clean up and it never feels good, right? I don't know if you've noticed this, but sometimes when you're trying to just save and save and save and you have this belief that you can't spend money, right? Then somehow something happens where you actually have to pay that money. <laughs> Maybe there's an accident or there's some storm and something has to get fixed, right? Somehow that money is going to flow, right? Because it is a self-fulfilling prophecy and we get what we focus on whether we want it or not. So it's really important to do this inner work. So a lot to say the title, Unsubscribe from Hustle Culture. And I'm going to give you an example now of how to do that, but I really wanted to emphasize alignment versus hustle and how that will radically change your mental health, your emotional health, your spiritual health, your relational health, your physical health, all the health and your well-being, okay? Try it out and, and let me know how it goes. <laughs> all right, so story time, and this is also... In, in step here with unsubscribe from hustle culture. I am somebody as a master coach who has always invested in coaches. I mean, I don't believe that I can do what I do and not walk my talk. So I am always investing in my own coach to really help me with my thoughts and help me with the work and accountability and integrity in my own life. It is the greatest thing, like I'm obsessed, right? So I always do that, but I also am involving myself or investing in programs and things that are going to help me grow in the areas that I'm led to grow or learn a new skill or really stretch in some kind of way. So whatever that is, and these things are things that are tied into the greater vision that God has given me, okay? So when I have this vision that God has given me, I'm usually asking for wisdom about who to connect with, what I'm being led to learn, where do I need to stretch, where do I need to get stronger, where do I need to root, where do I need to ask for help, right? Who would you have me work with? Where would you have me go? What would you have me say? When I'm doing that kind of work, it's wild how I'm always given answers, <laughs> And, and I'm led to the people and the places and all the things, right? But this is interesting too, because sometimes when you invest in different things, it could be 
you know, education, it could be a program, it could be a coach, it could be a course, it could be many different things. Sometimes when you do that, there could be different things that can start distracting you and you've got to pay attention, okay? So for example, if you subscribe to a program, okay, the folks running the program, this is their gig. So they might continue to try to sell things to you, right? But it might not even be something for you to renew and that's something to pay attention to. Or maybe you're working with a coach, but you're just really not enjoying the experience or the interaction. That's a self-check opportunity. Is it because you're actually really learning and growing with this coach or are you better suited to work with somebody else, right? Maybe you invested in more education and, you know, let's say it's a three-year-long program, but after the first year, you're like, you know what, like that's, that's just what I needed and I don't need to keep pursuing this topic or this particular certification or whatever it might be, right? A lot of times we have an all or nothing approach to how we show up, okay? My philosophy with this is I'm committed all in fully until God tells me to move, (laughs) right? And I'm just going to stay the course until I hear something different. So this was really evident recently and, and typically I'm, I'm pretty aware, like I see things through. I always have, and here's what I'll say too, I usually don't stop just randomly. I'll stop at the completion of something. So at the completion of the program, after going through content, right? But that's, that's not always even the case. Sometimes you might not even have the energy for a course and that, that also is teaching you something. But what I wanna hold up here is that sometimes we have this all or nothing mentality when it comes to working with other people or when it comes to doing a program, whatever it might be, and we are still in charge of our course. We are still in charge of where we're going and what we're going to learn, what we're going to apply, right? That isn't up to anybody else. So tracking with the story, and then I'm going to give you some context and a tool here. I really felt led to work with a particular group of of strategists, okay? And this was around a a business of mine, all right? And so I was committed to this, and I was told it was going to be a year-long program, and here's going to be the different phases, and here's how it's going to work, and you're going to be partner with your own strategist, and these are the things you're going to learn, and here's how much it is, what do you think, right? So I really had prayed about it, right? Because I don't want to move until I have peace, (laughs) right? And I knew that I wasn't going to know full information, but all I needed to know was, do I have peace about this? Is this the next thing that I'm ready to learn? How do I feel about it? Okay. So into this program, I am doing all the things, but it is like heavy lifting in addition to my life and other things that I am committed to and responsible for and accountable to, right? So throwing this into the mix, I, I couldn't have known how, how much extra work it was going to be and how much it required of me. However, there was a couple of things that I was really looking for. I was looking for a lot of team support right, to take some of my load off and, and to really work with experts that could master in these different areas. Um, I was looking to learn all aspects of different facets of business, whether that's, you know, 
um, marketing or branding or um, all sorts of things like back-end systems and structures to really have a robust system on the back end of my business. I really wanted to learn all the technicalities of that because even if one day I'm not doing that, I want to be able to guide those that are helping me, <laughs> right? And have a full knowledge and wisdom of how things are working. So at any rate, I am learning all the things. <laughs> I am implementing all of the things and I'm learning a ton about myself and what I really feel led to do and how I feel led to operate things differently. And probably about three-fourths of the way through the year of this particular program, and it was a stretch for me to commit to this, um, I was really feeling like this was not the group to be working with. I really started to feel that, like, something doesn't feel right. Um... There, there was a lot of shifts happening, like a lot of movement with different strategists. So I was working with a bunch of different people, which was challenging. I mean, it's usually something that I'm open to, but that was challenging because, you know, I had to catch people up and then teach them how to teach me strategy on different areas. It was just, it was more work on my end to help catch people up. Um, and it was, you know, not the most efficient use of my time. I really felt like I wanted to use the time that I had to do implementing things. And I found that calls were just kind of being derailed and they weren't um, with my best interest in mind. And then towards the end of this year that I had committed to, there were five different phone calls with folks that were trying to get me to renew. They recorded phone calls without me saying that that was okay to do so. They wanted my feedback. They just kept pushing and pushing and pushing. And the questions and the way things were worded were not, again, with my best interest in mind. It was more what they could gain, right? And how they could find a way that I would invest more with them. Okay, and then I was also told that typically working with a group like this, folks stay on for three years and somebody should have told me that in the beginning. So there was all sorts of things that kept surfacing and it continued just to make me feel gross. I just felt all sorts of icky in my soul. (laughs) And so I want to guide you through if you find yourself in a similar place where It's making a decision where maybe at one time it was the right thing, but then suddenly that shifted. And now what do you do, right? Then also in my case, I knew that I still have growth areas and things that I want to learn and do, but this wasn't the way that I was going to do it. And these weren't going to be the people that are like-minded teammates on the journey with me. They can really build with me, okay? So as I was coming to that awareness Um, and really being prayerful about it, and I'll guide you through a process to get clear, what I came to, I just really came to a place where I decided that I didn't want to move forward. But it didn't matter because as often as I had those phone calls, I was being asked to renew or given different ways to do so. And so it just felt like I wasn't being listened to (laughs) or understood. And so finally, I had to put different things in writing. And I kid you not, I was still pushed to get back on phone calls. And it was just wild to me and evidence that I clearly made the right decision because some people just truly do not have your best interests in mind at all, right? 
but can talk good talk and can really focus just on sales and the bottom line and numbers and blah, 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 right? So at any rate, here is what I worked through. Number one, I gave myself a timeline. I said, you know what, since you know this particular group that I was working with, it was gonna be over at the end of July, I'm gonna give myself all of June to really see with emotion subsiding <laughs> where, I, where I'm at, right? What wisdom is gonna be revealed as I close out, right, where I'm at. So I gave myself a timeline. Number two, I was really prayerful and intentional with God about this, literally having a talk with God and I made a list of my sort of disappointments and, and things that I did not like and then also things that I gained and what I learned um, and the investment and I made, I quadrupled <laughs> what I invested, strangely enough, in, in not only money that I earned in my business, um, but in what I applied and how I integrated that. However, that that was through working what I already had in place and really focusing on doing that well. It wasn't necessarily what I was being taught through this particular group, which I found really, really interesting. So I was journaling out again what I didn't like and then what I took away. And then I also wrote down what initially drew me to this. What did I feel like I was missing? What was I looking for? What was I hoping to get out of the experience? Did I get that out of the experience? I really did a holistic full circle look at the entire experience. I looked through notes that I had. I just looked through all the work that I did, how much I grew, what I implemented in a year's time, right? And then I weighed that with the investment and just really gave that to God, right? Like, here's what I invested. Here's the work that I've done. Here's what I was really hoping to get out of this. Here's what disappointed me. You know, I'm casting these cares. I'm releasing the frustration, the disappointment, some of the bad experiences or conversations that I've had. I'm just releasing that to you. Give me wisdom in exchange, right? Give me guidance. Help me to see this the way you do and give me right the the steps to take to to really close the loop on this in a graceful clear way right so that was probably one of the best things that i could do was just really weigh that and then i was getting a lot of scripture too which i will give to you here in a second that i was really rooting and grounding my choice but all that kept happening was anytime like things were going on in my life but anytime some interaction or email or phone call or whatever came up with this group throughout that month of June, I felt gross. <laughs> like I literally did not feel good in my body. So that would be the third thing that I would say is take a look at what's happening to you physically, okay? I did not feel good. I felt super thrown off after interactions. It just was not resting. I had no peace about it. And that is literally what I then decided to do. I'm like, I am so, so, so clear that I have learned all I can from this group, right? And that it is time for me to move on. In the minute I was secure of that in my decision, I already was connected to the next coach that I was committed to working with. That was a night and day difference that, that totally could see what I was struggling with, that, that spoke to all the issues that I had written on paper, that I didn't even have to vocalize that, um, and that really validated and affirmed what I was working with with God and it felt so refreshing. And so I was actually able to then make the decision conclusive, even though I was continuing to be pushed all the way through to the end, <laughs> 
to keep getting on phone calls and see if they could change my mind. I just stayed firm, but it was so interesting. The minute I was secure in my spirit, I just knew that I knew that I didn't have peace about moving forward and that I had peace that I had gained everything that I could. That's when the distractions and the pushing came to be like, are you sure? Like how secure are you in your decision? So just to recap kind of that experience, number one is give yourself a timeline to make a decision. A lot of times when we make really quick or emotional decisions, they're the wrong decisions. Number two, really work things out with God. Bring everything. What was the original reason that you were brought to this relationship, project, program, group, whatever it might be, coach, whatever it is. What was the original reason? What were you hoping to get out of it? What did you learn? What did you gain? What frustrated you? What do you wish would have gone differently? What do you still feel like you're hoping for? What do you desire now? And even what do you feel like you need, which I'll talk about in a second. And then release it all to God and ask for wisdom and see what he does. Ask him to guide you to whatever is next, the next thing that he has for you, whatever that might be. Okay, and then make your decision and don't look back because when you make your decision, right, there's going to be so many opportunities and a lot of people capitalize on trying to manipulate or change your mind. So it's so important that you have your mind made up. Okay, so in this particular instance, what I kept receiving in my spirit and what I know to be true by experience is that a lot of times we look outside of ourselves for answers when really we have the answers already, okay? Now, I don't say this about coaching because coaching is beautiful. It's literally a mirror that helps you work through your thoughts um, and your different uh, paradigms and and patterns and, and really do the work and get you into healthy, energetic action, right? And and really integrate the life change that you're here to make. So I really believe in coaching. So this isn't relevant to that. But when it comes to, you know, a program or a course or, you know, different things that you might see online that you can invest in, a lot of times we look externally for these things because of the promises that they have. Okay. And all of these products, programs, all the things are trained to speak to your pain, (laughs) right? So they, they want to hook you in and lock you into something and make you think that you need it, okay? So whenever you think that you need something or are feeling desperate to have something, to me, that's usually a indicator that I'm not uh, supposed to invest in that thing, okay? So for example, throughout this experience, what I learned was I learned to trust in myself more, and in, in the unique way that in my unique brand and my unique message and my unique voice and my unique strategies and programs, I learned to trust in that when I came up with a ton of resistance and a lot of people trying to restructure what I felt led to do. <laughs> um, so I learned to really, really stand firm in what I was being led to do. I learned to focus on one thing. Master the one thing that you're led to focus on this season, not the 10 other things that you could be focusing on. Because if you try to learn one thing one week, another thing the next week, apply this thing the next week, you can't be effective. And you really don't get really clear, solid feedback, okay? So I learned to be super focused and just run my own race. I learned to be clear and firm in my communication. 
I learned to trust my intuition, to trust the Holy Spirit as I was being led. I learned to really listen for what people were saying or how they were running conversations or how they were guiding in the word choices and language that was being used. I learned to just navigate and show up differently. I learned that I did so many things that, you know, aren't in my wheelhouse. And it was just a beautiful experience. But long story short, I learned that what is in my hand already was what I need to be working. I didn't need to be investing in more uh, help in that way. So that was really powerful when it came to looking for the next coach in my life that I was going to work with rather than a program or whatever it might have been. Okay. So with that, I just wanted to highlight those things. Like sometimes it can be really difficult to make a decision. And if we give people too much room to make that decision for us, we can really be confused and make decisions ultimately that we'll have to deal with the consequences of and they won't. Okay. So if you feel gross in your body and if you don't have peace that's enough reason to say "Mm -mm, not from me I don't need to sniff this out I don't need to figure this out it just "Mm -mm, not from me I don't have peace it's that simple (laughs) I don't need to explain to you I don't need to give you feedback I don't have peace thank you so much keep it moving right and then the other thing keep that in mind whenever you're looking for something out of a need usually it's out of a position of fear insecurity or lack and God doesn't lead that way so when it comes to hustle So much of the culture is preying on desperation, on needs, on this need to be significant, this need to feel worthy, this need to be seen, this need to have the followers, this need to be a brand, this need to be whatever, right? And they prey on that. Literally, I'm using strong language for a reason, (laughs) okay? And then that isn't always in your best interest. So you have to have your best interest and really self-check Is that what you need? Is that what you're ready for? What are you actually led to develop and invest in and focus on in this season? Is that what's being offered and presented to you or is that a distraction? Okay, because a lot of times we miss out on what we're actually being led to do in a season because we invest in things that we actually don't have time for and then we waste money, we waste time, we waste resource, we waste energy, we get frustrated, we get moody, we need attitude adjustments. (laughs) And it doesn't go well. And that is not the experience that you want to have, okay? So when it comes to making aligned decisions, here are a couple of verses for checks and balances. And then as I promised, I will work you through a tool, okay? For when it comes to making difficult decisions and really checking, are you operating out of hustle culture or alignment, all right? So Deuteronomy 31.6 says, Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread for the Lord your God goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. So be strong and courageous. Am I being bold? Am I being strong? Am I being courageous? Or am I getting into a negative space? Am I judging the the people on the other end of this? Am I judging um, my experience? How, how much did I actually do the work, right? Like, where am I at? Am I actually being strong and courageous? Psalm 27, 14 says, wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. God has goodness <laughs> all over, right? So you can expect his goodness. You can look for his goodness. We, we have a tendency to believe that 
unless something is hard, unless there's blood, sweat, and tears, unless we, we hustle hard after the thing, then it's not going to be worth it. We have to earn it. But that's not how the kingdom always works. Yes, you will work hard, probably harder than you've ever worked in your life, but it will be aligned. So it will require all of you. It will require your full presence, your investment, everything that you've got. However, it's not going to involve compromise or lowering your standards or shifting your belief to appease somebody else. That kind of stuff that hustle culture often brings is not God. So wait for the Lord, okay, and run to the Lord whenever you have to make a decision. Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 says this, Trust in the Lord with all your hearts, all of your heart, not a little piece of it, all of your heart, and do not lean on your own understanding, which is the tendency in hustle culture. I'm going to study who did it and I'm going to imitate it, right? That's hustle culture. In all your ways, acknowledge God and he will make straight your path. So who are you going to acknowledge? Are you going to acknowledge the next big person? right? Are you going to acknowledge the new trend, the new information? What are you going to acknowledge here? It says acknowledge God and he will make straight your paths. I don't know a lot of other people that can make your path straight, (laughs) right? It's God that does that. Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So it's never a question of can you do the work? Will you do the work? No. But is this what you're actually being led to do? Okay. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, and then lastly, there's two things actually. Romans fifteen thirteen. may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing so that by the power of the Holy Spirit, you may abound in hope. So when I don't have hope, I usually sense that something is off. Either I'm under the influence of a lie or something is up that I need to investigate. Because I will have joy and peace. That's part of what makes it aligned. It just flows. It's joyful. Yes, it's hard work, but it's joyful work. It's meaningful work. It's fulfilling work, right? You'll go to bed totally exhausted and fulfilled, but in the best ways when you're doing God's work, right? And then Hebrews 13, 5 says, keep your life free from money, from the love of money, and be content with what you have, for he has said, I will never leave and forsake you. So a lot of times the temptation or the trap is to go after the result <laughs> that you're after rather than becoming the person who can steward that result. Woof, I hope you heard that. A lot of times we go after the result, which hooks us into things that we aren't meant for, And rather than focusing on becoming the person who can steward that result well. Okay, so check this out. When it comes to becoming the person that can steward the result well, I just want to walk you through a quick model. Okay, all right, so there is a circumstance. So just imagine a specific situation that feels really real to you where you need to make a decision, or this could even be a past decision where you needed to make a decision, but imagine a specific situation that feels real to you. Okay. What is the thought that you have about that situation or decision? What is the feeling that comes up for you? What is the action that you're taking and what is the result? Okay, so I'll just use this example, but I'll give you a couple of different scenarios around it just so you can see how this flows. Okay, so the circumstance was, you know, I was really led to be working with this group, but I've lost my peace. 
and it's coming up on a time where I need to make a decision. Okay, so the thought is, I don't believe that I should be working with these folks anymore. The feeling was, just like moody almost, like which is weird because that's not my status quo, right? I usually have a tendency to look forward to things and get really excited about things. So the feeling was just <laughs> in my language, right? And the action was, I need to make a decision because I can't continue to feel like this. And the result was I created space and sought after the Lord so I can make a decision that was aligned and right for me, whether or not other people felt right some kind of way about it or were going to be happy with the decision. And I was going to stand on it and I wasn't going to explain myself. I wasn't going to give feedback. I wasn't going to... But I was going to say, thank you. I had done my work. I know what I'm taking away and I'm moving on. I don't owe man anything but to love him, right? That's what the word says. So I don't need to go out of my way to accommodate or make sure other people are good when if they are in a service business, they could have been doing that all along to really check in and help me. With me? Okay. So that was... That was a circumstance, that was a thought that I had, the feeling that I had, the action that I had, and the result that I had, okay? So now, I can also play this in reverse, okay? So new result is I have a new program that I'm so excited about, and I want to have 25 new people in this program, okay? It's actually more than a program. It's like a full-on coaching experience, okay? So I want to have 25 people in that. The circumstance is, or the situation is, I am so excited to create this and offer this to people. The thought is, this is going to radically change people's lives. <laughs> the feeling is, is I am amped and, and so looking forward to getting to meet people and, and really seeing all of the breakthroughs that happen. And the action is, is I am making a lot of adjustments to create this in a very simple way and really just map out the entire experience from beginning to end so that it can flow as smoothly as possible. So what I can control, I can control and I will make that happen, right? And the other things I will just let go and let God have his way. All right, so divvying out and delegating what's within my responsibility and then what's God or just, you know, space for God to show up really with whatever that looks like. So that is what I want to offer you to help you make a decision because a lot of times we have the wrong thoughts about things too or we're not actually honest about how we're showing up. So you can always write out a circumstance, the thought you have about that circumstance, the feeling that comes up, the action that you're taking or not taking, and the result of all of that going on because all of this is happening inside of us all the time. So when it comes to alignment, this is a tool that helps you really slow down, get clear, think about what you're thinking about, investigate your feelings and the action that you are actually taking, if at all, right? And the results that you're getting, because that's actually in your power and control, not other people, right? And as long as you're being led and guided, that can be really clear, but we have to keep coming back to God to get that clarity and, and to really trust the guidance of the Holy Spirit when we make decisions. Aligned decisions are everything, everything. And this doesn't come from, again, working super, super hard all the time. This is actually work smarter, not harder, right? It feels so good to become, right, the person. That's the win, right? Whenever you invest in anything, it's the reward is who you become through that. 
not necessarily what is is pitched to you, right? It's the reward of who you become because of that, right? And and what God is able to really teach you and reveal to you through that process. So I just encourage you to to think through whatever decision that you might need to make. And are you making it out of fear? Are you making it out of faith? Do you have peace about it? Or is it something that you have absolutely no peace about at all? Have you really heard from God on this thing? Or is it something that you feel like you need to just go do? Is that you leaning on your own understanding and trying to force your way because you really don't trust? (laughs) Or are you trusting and being led by faith? Do you know that you know that you know what to do, but you're afraid to do that? Right? What, what are your next steps? And just really investigate how you make decisions. It's so, so interesting. Are you under the influence of hustle culture, right? Or are you really intentional about living an aligned spirit-led life, okay? And the word always guides us in how to do that. And Holy Spirit really helps as well. So I hope this was helpful to hear a story about decisions and, and just giving you permission too to just trust God, right? It's right until it's not. (laughs) Sometimes it's as simple as that. We don't always have to explain ourselves at all. You don't owe that to anybody. You don't have to do that. You can make sound decisions and be confident in that and trust that you're being led. All right? All right, humans. Actually, some exciting things before I hop off here. I have two new books coming out next week. OMG! They literally approve production. So the first one is called Stepping Into Royalty. And this is a bit of a personal manifesto, but it is backed with a ton of scripture and biblical truth, a lot of revelation, (laughs) the prophetic, and so many things to really help bold believers on on their walk. This is not ordinary believers. These are bold believers that really feel called to be kingdom influencers in the world. Okay, so that that is a interesting manifesto. There's a lot of activations and prayers and journaling involved in that one. And the other one is called Rule and Reign, the Faith Walker Manual. And it is what it sounds. It's it's more than just a guide. This is a Faith Walker Manual. So if you identify as a Faith Walker, this is definitely for you. This has so many tools that you can just integrate in your own life and just practice Uh, with really great topics. So it makes it really simple for you to apply them and just different visual exercises that you can work through. It can be done in a group setting or as like a study that is done together. And it's something that I'm going to be building a lot of content around as well and giving really exciting offers because I am a believer in coaching and that's where the real life change and transformation happens is when you apply this content. So I really want to make it easy to do that. So this is going to be one of the tools that I use to do that, but both are great tools and resources. They're not necessarily in any order. So just whatever is speaking to you or resonating with you, those will be coming out next week. I will make sure to have content available on my website as well. So make sure to stay tuned and check out julianapage.com. All right, guys, until next time, stay blessed.